Welcome to Maker Skills, exploring your internal toolkit with PJ, Tanda, and Tom. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 92. I can't believe it. Neither can I. Tanda, what are we talking about today? Oh, today's topic is time management. Oh, time management. What, uh, what skill class would you say time management is? Time management is a solid 10 tell 2. Oh, that's pretty good. I, I was going to say it was at least half past. But PJ, what did you do for research on time management? I, I looked up time management superstitions, and I, I didn't find any. Um, I'm disappointed. So then I found arguably the worst list of games I've ever heard of, and I read them. And not only are they they're so terrible, I'm not even going to read like what they are. I'm just going to read the names. These are these are time management games. This is like if you have a company and you're like having efficiency problems with your team, you're supposed to play these games so that everybody works better together. Okay. Game number one, the big picture challenge. Game number two, circadian rhythm. Game number three. Oh, yeah. They keep getting like better. Like cicadas? Is it about cicadas? It's about sleeping, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, game number three, time squared. Game number four, delegation skill practice. Game number five, what I did yesterday. It sounds like it's games for five-year-olds that can't really read. These all sound like a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number six, the Mayo Jar Lesson, which, by the way, wasn't even a game. It was like a life example. Uh, game number seven, $86,400. That's It makes as much sense as it sounds. Number eight was Ribbon of Life. And then the next ones were actual games that you could play online but they were terrible games. Uh, the one was called Overcooked, which was a video game where you play a oh, yeah. chef in a kitchen. Yeah. Uh, game Dev Story. Not going to explain that. Farmer-rama. Yeah, you know where that's going. The Twelve Labors of Hercules. Ooh, who doesn't want to play that? And the last one, 13, Plague Inc. As in... The thing that kills everybody, but it's a business. That's it. That's I'm not even going to go any further because they all sucked. <laughs> yeah. Danda, did you do any research on time management? I, I did a little bit of research on time management, but I'll just to I'll just hit the highlights. Um, I, I read up a little bit on the history of WWV, which is the radio station that uh, NIST uses to broadcast the time. So a few, few fun facts there. It was first Ooh. established in 1919 and uh, was relocated a couple of times. And in 1966, it was uh, uh, moved to its current site at Fort Collins, Colorado. And there's also a station on Kauai. And a fun fact, the differentiation, because they're both broadcasting on the same frequencies, is that... Uh, the one in Fort Collins broadcasts with a male voice, and uh, WWVH in Hawaii broadcasts with a female voice. And so no. that's how you know which one you're actually 
receiving if you're trying to set your clocks with the the broadcast from WWV. And that's the, hard to believe. The last little fun fact is that uh, um, it was used to detect when Sputnik uh, came crashing back to Earth because it had been observed that uh, meteor scatter increases the uh, magnitude of any radio signals that happen to bounce off of it. So people listened to WWV and its uh, strength went up a little bit as Sputnik ran, you know, came through our atmosphere and created a lot of ionized gas and that increased the signal. Mm. And so we were able to determine when Sputnik fell back to to earth so that was was, uh, was sputnik the one with the dog no sputnik no. was just first no, the first, first man-made satellite. satellite to just oh. broadcast was it was it like really the first thing into space first successful launch mm, i don't think it was the first successful launch i think it was the first successful man-made orbiting satellite i don't think it was the first mm, thing in okay. orbit or okay. not in orbit. First thing, first thing in Nobody space. Nobody cares about that. Yeah, but I don't know. I'd have to go check that. I've seen replicas well, of I'll it. I'll do it now. At the NASA museums. What about you, Tom? What research did you do on time management? <clears throat> not much, but um, I found a lot of stuff. Um, I, I'm finding that I was looking for tips and tricks, and I'm finding that time management is something that I will never be able to research and get better at because you just don't have the time for it. Yeah. Well that, but also the tips are like huge categories of things that you need to then completely transform your life around. Um, I don't know, like goal setting. They're like set goals. I'm like, well, I need to learn how to set goals. Uh, yeah, um, this is my favorite one, and this is kind of where I got hung up. It says, have a lunch break. So I did, and, and that was basically the end of my research. But they say it's, you know, the, I love these. Because oh, it's good, they're like, it's good um, when you're researching something, you find something so relevant that you can just act on it immediately. You're like, yeah. Exactly. I implemented that one quickly. I did not need to do any further research. Uh, they say prioritize important tasks. And <clears throat> I saw another one that said, tackle the hardest thing first, which I adamantly disagree with. I think you should put a list together, and I think you should do the easiest one first, and then the next easiest one, and then the next easiest one, and work so your way So the ahead. hardest one always that way, gets pushed out. And that's okay, <laughs> but, but you actually feel a sense of accomplishment, and you don't feel weighted down by this giant list. You just did half the list in the time it would have taken you to do the first big one. So, Tom, pro tip. <clears throat> yeah. So, so the pro tip is after you've made the list, the first thing you yeah. do is you crumple it up and throw it away. That's the what? easiest thing to do, and you have a sense of accomplishment. Mm. Well, that's true. That is true. Yeah, I think the people who like advocate for the eating a frog, eating the frog approach, like just get rid of that first thing. It may not be the the most difficult to accomplish, um, but it's like something you just don't want to do. I mm-hmm. think if it were really difficult, then putting it first might might be a problem because maybe you don't even finish it all day or you just can't figure it out and then you've pushed everything else out. I, but if it's I just disagree. annoying, then, and you can, you can do it, it's possible to do it, but you just don't want to, then putting it first is a different 
different thing. That's true. So, so the thing that you don't want to do the most, okay, you make that the top priority and you put all the other little things underneath that. And then you don't want to do the first thing. So then you do everything else first because you're avoiding yes. the first thing. And then you get everything done except for that one hard thing. And, and then tomorrow's a snap. You know, you, you've already worked right. through all the other things. I do that a lot. And I actually, I keep those things in my back pocket for when I, for when I know I need to get a lot of stuff done, I, I will keep that one thing that I don't want to do. And I'll remind myself that I need to do it and not do it and get everything else done. Yes. Like, yes. Like I'll do like, I'll swap an engine in my car before I pick up a paintbrush to paint the pantry <laughs> doors. Mm -hmm. Like, but I'll get that engine done. Yeah. Right. The procrastination. Yeah. You've just entered the dealer's corner where bargains are currency. Prepare yourself. Oh, I'm still, I'm hosting the whole show? What, you taking the night off? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Oh, we've got some deals for you tonight. Tom, what do you have? Well, I got, uh, I got some free <laughs> lights. For the workshop. <laughs> I don't know how to do this role. I don't understand it. I'm doing my best, okay? I'm doing my best. This is live, people. No, I got... This is live. <laughs> well, you just, you just heard how every segment's going to start now. So I got free... free I get, this is the best deal I've ever gotten. Are you ready? I got free shop lights. They're round LED. They're like... I don't know, 12 inches round, wow, LED, wow. 150 watt um, lights. I got four of them, and I replaced the, I had two four foot, uh, what do you call those? Fluorescents. Thank you. I was going to say incandescent. Uh, fluorescent bulbs, uh, like the really skinny fluorescent bulbs, there were like four mm -hmm. bulbs in a rack with a reflector and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And uh, those things lit the room pretty well. Um, these definitely do it a bit better, and it's white light. But the best part of the deal is it came with free installation. Did you get these from Jeff? Yeah, Jeff came <laughs> over and he installed them for me. Wow, that's He's amazing. such a nice guy. He's the best. <laughs> that's uh, Jeff Shaw, Ideal Grain on Instagram. Um, yeah, he had them, didn't need them, and um, that's a short story. And and installed them, and what sucked is so they definitely are brighter okay and the idea was to make it very bright in here and it is quite bright but i realized that i need more light sources than just these four mm -hmm. like like over the top these four could be work centers or something y yeah i'm gonna put some along the wall basically i'm gonna put some like strips along the wall which i i just ordered also um matt fink sent me a link to something that he uses and, and it's just an it's eight foot oh they're eight foot oh <gasps> Oh, they're huge. Oh, just realizing this now. Anyways, I bought eight-foot LED strips. <laughs> like, they come, you know, in a... They look like a light this bulb. This adds to the whole real-time like effect. Yeah. They, they, um, they come, you know, they're, they plug together. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You've seen mm -hmm. them before. They look like bulbs, but they're just, you know, they're fixtures that are really skinny. Uh, if, uh, um, so Tom, I bought are they, they're segments? Yeah. They're LED segments? Well, they're eight foot <clears throat> segments. Are the eight feet is it continuous or do they plug together like like Lego blocks? Yeah. 
Okay, so if they yeah, plug so together, options. yeah, you can configure those. They don't have to be eight feet. You can actually make them like four well, feet no, in a double each, row. Each eight foot, I think, no. has a plug. Yeah, I bought ten eight-foot sections. Oh, good Lord. It's going to be like the surface yeah, of the came, sun in there. They, oh, it's going to be great. So I'm going to put some on the floor pointed up, I think. Um, so <laughs> they come with... <laughs> <laughs> they come with um, like little connectors that you can plug them into each other directly. But more importantly, I got they also come with four foot connectors. So they, you know, not plugs, but they plug into each other with a four foot mm -hmm. cord, which is ideal to go around my columns uh, in my shop. So, I mean, it's going to be overkill and I'm probably going to put one like I'm it's overkill. Did I buy well, I'm, not sure they're, I'm not I don't sure remember they're how many bought. bright. I mean, with the strips, I mean, they're. It won't be overkill, probably, because I've I've used okay. those for like uh, um, cove lighting and stuff in kitchens. I've installed them for yeah. the kitchen guy that I done automation work for, and they're I mean they're a good brightness in the kitchen. Like if they're in a little recess in the uppers or whatever, um, yeah. But they're not like blinding, gonna light yeah, your whole shop. Yeah, but these are little right? tube. These aren't like the little tube ones. These are like, like the equivalent of a fluorescent tube, an eight-foot fluorescent. Mm. Tube. These are shop lights. They're they're meant to be brighter. Tom, how how bright is the uh, the the new ones you just got, the twelve inches? You know what the output is on those? He said it says one hundred and fifty amps, uh, and we checked it, and it's like a hundred uh, watts, not amps. Whoa, um, it's like one hundred and thirty watt. Is that actual what you're consumption? No, lumen or Lumens. just like one hundred and fifty watt. Uh, equivalent actual consumption oh, okay yeah that's much brighter so it's it says yeah it's deceiving though when we put them in the door the big bay door was open and the sun was bright so it was hard to really tell a difference because but they are they are definitely brighter um like i have so bulbs. they're 600 have... watt equivalents i guess <clears throat> tom i've got i've got bulbs that are like five watt but they're 800 lumen so that's what I was asking. Okay. So, like, is it is it like you know ten thousand lumens? You you don't know. That I don't know. I might be able to tell you in in a minute, but um, I don't know. The other ones I brought up, and those are eight foot, seventy two watt, nine thousand lumen. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, pack of ten. This not bad. Tw under twenty bucks a piece. So I paid one hundred ninety bucks plus tax. Um. And there's like two strips of LEDs inside the, the thing, the tube. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're going to be pretty bright. But I'd like to put one like in my tool corral, like under that. And I'd like to put one like over certain machines or whatever. Okay. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Are they, I think they'll are be they, good though. Are they dimmable? That I don't, I couldn't, I looked, I couldn't find out. I couldn't find it. Well, it's something to, to check into. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. And I can throw some in my garage, too, um, if I need, you know, because 10 is a lot, I think. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, uh, oh, I don't want to get sidetracked. Yeah, but those are, that was my deal. And then um, I got three, I got three kid quads um, from my neighbor, which they're Rosso quads, Rosso Quad X. Um, they're, like, legit suspension, like, caliper brakes on both front wheels and the rear axle and 36 volts and 
yada yada, and all of them are broken to different degrees, and I've ordered some parts, but we're going to talk about that more in the after show. And how much for those, Tom? Secret, secret segment. Those were free. Free? Man. Well, I've already, I think I've already spent like 300 bucks on parts. I'm just waiting for them to come in, but still, they're 900 bucks new. And you got how all many right. of them? Four? Three. Three. Cool. In various... I think I can get two of them really working well, and the third one would be a little scrappy. Nice. Looking forward to that. Good deals, Tom. Those are good deals. Were those deals hot enough for you? You got a sizzling deal that's burning a hole in your pocket? Send it in. Maybe we'll read it on air. It's time for personal history. PJ, what do you have for us? The hard pass. I got no personal history. No, what? No, I got no time management skills, man. You've seen my life. That's unacceptable. <laughs> Tanda. Uh, if we had if we had time, I'd, I'd talk a little bit about it. But uh, uh, no, I don't really have. Um, I, I don't know what you, history of time management. There was a period in my life when I had a couple businesses that I was running, and and I really did a good job of time management and I don't know what happened but uh, I, I definitely <laughs> fell off the wagon um, and I think that started when um, I was probably like a junior or senior in college probably a junior in college and I had started my one of my early businesses and uh, and my older sister got me one of the Franklin Dayminders kind of a, an expensive time management system but it's the ones that, you know, have a page for every day of the week and they have notes and they have a whole system of how to manage your time. And I thought it was cool and I took to it and I used it. I have like a little, you know, kind of a shelf of those, like looks like a little set of encyclopedias that track everything I did and, and everything I was trying to accomplish for, I don't know, maybe five, six years, seven years, something like that. Um, quite some time and then i just uh things just went in a different direction i guess i get think i didn't uh, uh ever really get back to it i've bought some dayminders a couple times since and kind of had a go at it but uh yeah when you when you work for yourself um i you know you probably need to be really cognizant of it but what you're going to be doing two weeks from today is kind of dependent on who calls you and asks you to make something. And so it's kind of hard to set a goal of having made something when you don't even know who's going to call you and have you make it. So that's, that's it. Sure. Short. What have you got, Tom? Um, I'm going to talk about, so um, we did a thing called Dave Ramsey and I won't get into that too much, but uh, it's for uh, financial well-being and a plan to get out of debt and stay out of debt and, uh, do things a little bit differently and really simply, honestly. But the big thing is he stole a time management tactic, which I already kind of talked about, for financial planning. And that is write down all your debts, pay off the littlest one first and get it out of your mm -hmm. life and keep working it that way. Um, the idea there is let's pretend you have, I don't know, I'll pick a number, 10 debts and you're struggling and you can't pay them all. If you get rid of the little ones, you have less people calling you and harassing you, right? So if you can get rid of the bottom five, then you only have five people calling you for money and uh, potentially less stressful. That wasn't our situation necessarily, but um, the advice is sound. 
So I kind of do that with, um, when I have like, when I have too much going on in my brain, like too many things to accomplish, I do sometimes, it's rare, but I, I will stop and write down all of them. And a lot of times before I even get to the end of the list, that was enough for me to think clearly and not and stop the the cyclical mm -hmm. thinking yeah. just get them out of and your head actually get and actually get to work but a lot of times i'll pick the easiest ones and just do them because then it's just less to think about and it, it you get that sense of accomplish immediately and even if that big thing never gets done or it you know i'm talking about like honeydew lists right i'm talking about things around the house around the shop around whatever that None of it could get done, and life is going to be okay for a while. Um, so I like to get a lot of those little things out of the way. And lately, that's converted into writing down things that I need to purchase in order to complete tasks, which I usually avoid. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to buy that. And, I, and that, thing, that thing just never gets done. Um, and I'm trying. I'm scrambling for a, an example right now. Um, even like a, a grate to go over the in air intake for the AC unit, right? Like, you know, I'm more inclined to just like put duct tape on the thing and just ignore it. When really, it's like a $12 part, and it looks nice, and it's done. And I struggle with that sometimes, where I'm like, oh, I could just spend 10 bucks, and that would look right and be right, and. Those those are right. the worst things that you've put off because you just didn't didn't have the perfect solution or you or you thought well I would rather make something or whatever and then when you do just like go buy the solution and apply it and it's five bucks yep. or something and you're like oh, why didn't I why didn't I just do that <laughs> like and, and instead of letting it occupy mind space for so long so so, long. so that yeah. what you're talking about Tom <clears throat> my my whole philosophy on that is the moment you see it. You have to do it. That's it. Like that's, that's true. I if if I don't do the <clears throat> thing, like if you ask me to do something, and I don't do it like right after you ask me, it's never getting done, because I don't have any. Yeah. There's 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 zero time management for me. I live in the chaos completely. Like I <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious. I embrace the chaos every day. I wake up. I don't know. Look, I've been trying to finish the Walker Turner wood lathe since Friday when I started lifting heavy things again because my ribs better, I haven't touched it. Okay, it's Tuesday. I had four days to just do anything. Have I've done everything else. I've, I've fixed <laughs> a whole bunch of things, put them up for sale, clean things, rearranged the basement. I've done all kinds. Haven't touched the lathe. It's, it's, I know it needs yeah. to get done. There's zero management at all. It's like things get done when they get done. And there's no one here to argue with me. So I just like, man, well, this, it's working, you know, I'm making money. Right. So, but yeah, you got to do the thing when you see the thing. If you can't, like, if it's something like you're talking about, like a part, there's two easy options. The first thing is go on Amazon, find it and throw it in your shopping cart. The second thing is, I, this is why I love my iPhone, put a reminder for like the time, you know, that like, like, let's say tomorrow at noon, you know, you're going to be free put a reminder on your phone to tell you noon change the thing and yeah. and because otherwise you're going to forget you'll be busy doing something else i have dude i have set that reminder and redone the reminder like five times before i get to the thing <laughs> like a task because, a task snooze 
Yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over. So like my Ooh. my management is the phone. That's the only thing that's managing me. Yeah, but so doing it right away is a thing that you need to practice. And I have been practicing that where you see it and you go, oh, let me just order that. Like the grill igniter stops working. And before you put the burger on the grill, just order it because it's available and it's easy. Like just go buy it. Now, yeah. listen, we're fortunate enough to afford the $12 thing every day and order that. And not everybody can do that. I remember a time when you just didn't fix your car. So it's not for everybody, but <laughs> um, man, life sucked sometimes at some point in my life. It's getting better. Moving on up. But yeah, I just, um, it's hard to do that. It's hard to be like, oh, that is just a quick fix. That is an easy thing. Let's just get it done. And, and, and the, what's cool is that you can stop thinking about it as soon as you order it because it will remind you when it shows up. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I I literally will look at my Amazon orders in the morning to figure out what I'm doing I, today. I was just thinking about <laughs> I was just thinking about this um, because I'm horrible about keeping up with my personal email. At, at this point, I get way behind on keeping up on my on my personal. Oh, I think I'm over forty one thousand. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I don't know yeah. what I'm at, but it's uh, I don't think it's forty one thousand, but it's ridiculous. It's nine thousand three seventy nine unread mails but i was just thinking because for whatever reason even if i order at usps sometimes they don't leave it in the box out by the road even though we have got a big parcel box that we you know they're shared keys mm -hmm. to um they just won't leave it they'll just like come to the door at my shop i'm not at my shop they won't leave it so i've started ordering amazon Ugh. stuff to like one of those amazon pickup things where you go and you like scan yep. your phone and the door pops open and you go get it. And the other day I was yep. thinking I was picking some stuff up and I was like, someday I, I just think that I'm going to just order something just like you were talking about. And then I'm going to miss the email or whatever. And, and how long is it just going to sit like this $12 thing is going <laughs> to just sit in some Amazon locker, like oh, until bet, somebody I comes and takes you. it back or yeah. Like what do do they send yeah. a reminder? Do I like, get an email eventually and like open it and go, your Amazon parcel has been in the locker for 72 days yeah. and go, Oh yeah, I bought that thing. <clears throat> so I imagine that real estate's expensive and they want that thing out of there. Yeah. That's my yeah. guess. No, I'm guessing they'll, 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 they'll remind pester you. They'll remind me you. or call or something. If they call, I'll probably think that yeah. they're, uh, th you know, that they're like scammers. <laughs> I'll just keep hanging I, up on I, them. Right. I checked while you guys were talking, and my main email account has over 8,000 emails. Oh, we're kind of all in the same boat. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. The little number on my iPhone says 41,000-something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's I've a lot had, of emails. I've had the same email, gosh, since like 1992, something like that. Is, so, it, a, is it an AOL account? No, although I did have an original AOL account, and I was super, a, I was super bummed because they made me change <laughs> it, it Java mail? back in the day. But I, I really? yeah, it was like, it was it was my name Net. at AOL dot com, um, oh. you know, and then they and then they forcefully said you had to have like add some numbers or add something else or whatever. But I was an early adopter to AOL, and so it was just awesome. like, yeah, my name at at AOL.com. 
the second turn, I think it's time for one of them old-timey commercial energy lubes and stuff. Hi y'all, this is Edna down at Johnson's Hardware. Are you struggling with time management? Well, we have just the thing for you, the Johnson's Time in a Bottle. It's the ultimate time management solution, and it contains everything you need to effectively manage your time. That's right, the kit contains a water bottle, notepad, pair of scissors, a dehydrator, and of course, the bottle. It does come with a couple of warnings. Do not run with scissors. May cause backache, cough, and nasal drip. Do not use in gopher-infested areas. It's only $11.75, and you'll find it in our gardening aisle. You'll find us at patreon.com forward slash makerskills. What the heck, Nabbit? I need to get me one of them. Anyone know what street Patreon is on? I need to go. It's time for crossbreeding. PJ? What's a skill that goes well with time management? Oh, I forgot. What's a skill that goes well with time management? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with uh, list making. That's not a skill. That's a task. Oh. Um, Telling time? That's not a skill. That's Uh, an activity. Yeah. That's just no. That's a skill. You, you can is, is, public speaking, tell telling time. time, like announcing time. Oh yeah, that's definitely a is skill. Is that what telling time means? <laughs> public speaking. That you guy on WWV. He's been working telling... at it for years. <laughs> I, I mean, he he announces it like all the time. Oh, and he's still working on uh, it. Yeah. Well, well yeah. then. I, uh, I, side sidebar sidebar. Tom. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, you're doing you're doing a great job as host of the show today, and I think I think you should make this. You know, maybe you should ask them if you, this could be a regular thing. You know, I think you're right. I think that's uh, I think that's a solid idea. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a lot of extra work that I just don't want to do. Ah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, well, I think uh, PJ's uh, just waking up from his time telling adventures, and here he is. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, then uh, I'm gonna say people skills. Uh, people skills go good with uh, time management because usually when you're managing your time, you have to deal with other people, and uh, so if you've got good people skills, that helps. This, uh, m- moving on, Tanda. No, I, I think just saying <laughs> just saying no is is oh, a skill oh, that, that you oh, that good. you need to have if you're going to manage your time. If you're me and you're trying to manage that your is, time, I think the the skill I need to work on to is uh, is saying no, no, I just I don't have time. Sorry. Yeah. I, I That's pretty good. feel like you've given that answer before for something else. That's because you? I've been working on I've That's been working allowed. on this for a long time and I'm still not I'm still horrible at it. Mm-hmm. I, I still yeah. spend, you know, six hours a day just like, uh, yeah, I can help you with that. Oh yeah, sure, I'll just yeah. knock it out. Mm-hmm. Kinda of back to what PJ was saying of like just do it right now while you're thinking of it or you'll forget it. And you do six hours of those a day, and then you get back to what you were supposed to be spending eight hours a day doing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's for irresponsible people like me and and Tom Tanda. For you, you just need to just say no all the time and don't do anything anybody asks. Well, I need to say yes to like eight or ten hours worth of stuff a day, instead of uh, instead of saying, oh yeah, I'll I'll do that as well. Let me ask you a question though, Tanda. If you said no to everything that everybody asked you in one day, how much work would you still have to do that day? 
um, at least a day's worth of work. At least a day's worth of work. Yeah, that's my point. That's my point. Yeah, so but just but, but no I wouldn't feel I, I would feel bad for saying no for saying I can't help you out of your you know whatever your problem is. Um, but I would feel bad for a little bit. But then if I just say yeah, I'll get to that and add it to the list, then I then I feel bad for longer because until I've until I've taken that off the list as long as well as the other things, then yeah, kind of well, gets, gets to be this. a stack. Try this. So next time somebody asks you for something, it doesn't matter what what it is. Just say, oh, I'm two weeks out on that. I, I can get to that. Give me give me about two weeks. I'll get to you. That Coming would that would be you. a really good tactic because a lot of times people will find some other way to solve their problem in that time. It's kind of a tech support mm. thing of like, we'll get mm -hmm. back to you in a bit. And then, you know, and then you call them an hour later and they go, oh, yeah, I realized it was just turned off. Yeah. 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 Let them yeah. figure it out on their own. Yeah. Stop doing the work for them. Yeah. Lazy slackers. Mm -hmm. Tom, mm -hmm. what about you? Mm -hmm. What about you? What, what yeah, skill, uh, what skill yeah, goes Tom, well? No, that's my... That's my line. Tom, what about you? Um, <clears throat> you can edit that. You can edit that out later. Uh, I think uh, knowing when to stop, knowing when to just, um, this goes along with saying no. It's like knowing when to just stop that thing, throw it out, burn it, as uh, Mr. Wonderful would say, bring it behind the barn and shoot it, uh, or shed. I forget what he says. And um, just let it die. Like, I have this park bench sitting outside of my shop right now that I really do want to restore and put out by the street where I can sit and put my kid on the bus. Well, that one I'm going to do is a bad example. But I have, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> before I moved here. Tom, um, what? Uh, it sounds to yeah. me like you're over-explaining the reason why Tanda's answer is also your answer. I am. you got to pick but a different answer. I'm getting to it. No, but I'm getting to it. <laughs> So before I moved, I got rid of a lot of stuff, and a lot of that stuff was projects. I threw out, like, four sets of park bench, like, arms. Oh, my God. that's all it is, arms. Because, well, I got them all for free, so it's not like I just recommitted them, that's all. You could have but made a 12-foot-long park bench. Well, I can do that with any of the park bench arms, because <laughs> the length is irrelevant. Yeah, but you got to anyway. have something in the middle. You know what? Knowing when to stop. Moving on. <laughs> In your face. Book. Face Facebook. It's time for In Your Facebook, as if the music musical intro didn't explain it enough. PJ has an interesting story that I, I think we're going to do something fun with. Uh, PJ? <clears throat> All right, so... I, I sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace, and every once in a while, I get a winner. And Tom and I are going to role-play this a little bit. So just to give you a preface, this guy contacted me. I, it's, a, it's a $5 word, so stick with us. Uh, this guy contacted me, and the listing that he contacted me from was for two different-sized vintage Craftsman drill presses. Okay. So there's two drill presses, two different prices. Tom, why don't you read what he wrote to me? All right. Well, well first I gotta open my app and I gotta look. Tom at the, will be playing the part of the Facebook press. winner. <clears throat> the Vintage Craftsman drill press is 175/225, tuned up, USA made, 
175. Oh, this is a good one. I'm going to message this guy real quick. Hold on. <clears throat> I need a stand for a bench grinder. I just bought a nicely made with soda 8-inch bench grinder, and I'd like to get a stand for it. Do you have any? I do have one that already has a grinder on it, but I can take it off. Uh, the mounting plate can be drilled if the holes aren't in the position you need. Mm. Okay. Take some pics and send them to my cell phone. Five 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 five. Thank you, Paul. I give a thumbs up and I sent him the listing on his number, but then I also sent it here in the post. I sent this to your phone as well. This is the grinder stand I have. Okay. Well, no pics showed up to my phone. Maybe try again and also send me more than one because in the angle, just it doesn't really do it for me. I need to see the top tool plate and so, and so on. Thanks. What is the measurements of your grinder base? Approx 9x9. I will measure the plate for you. I can't do it. Tom. I can do it. I see one pick, but for some reason I can't open what you sent me. It looks like there's a grinder or some sort of tool on top of the base. If it's loose, maybe take it off and just take more photos of the base itself and then send them to my phone number. I can't open that thing you sent me for some reason on my computer. I'll see what I can do. Okay. <laughs> on my phone, I could see clearly the pics of the Baldor grinder sitting on top of what looks like its original base, Ace. If that's the base you wish to sell, tell me what you want for it. I'm sure to work for what I want to do. Yes, that's what I have. Okay, what do you want for it? I could do $80. It's going to make the grinder harder to sell. All right. Well, it's quite a ride for me. I have to think about it. Maybe you should keep it because it doesn't make it easier to sell the grinder if it's got the stand. Where are you? I've just been asking guys if they have an extra stand. Somebody out there has got, got one in an old barn and say, give me 10 bucks for it, but I don't want to wait around. But eventually that'll happen. I've never bought a stand for $10 in 20 years of buying used tools. If that's your price, I recommend you make one out of wood. <laughs> LOL. I get it. But today people are cleaning out old barns estates and just getting gutted out, frankly, Got it out, frankly. Nobody wants this stuff anymore. Anyone under 40 can't even use a circular saw. Forget about a chainsaw. It's only us old geezers that want this stuff. Very few people are starting new shops. Two shops are closing. They're... What? <laughs> Two shops are closing. They're not opening. That's what it says. Yeah, oh, I got more. Yeah, there's more. Line. Line. And, also and I also... also. <laughs> <laughs> and I also... And I also get that's not what every... God, he's wordy. I also get that's not what everybody you know there's still has to be firewood cutting all of that, but the average guy today can't drive a nail or a screw, and I also understand that you know <gasps> I was exaggerating. Ten bucks for a stand is crazy cheap, but if you hold off and wait, stuff falls in your lap cheap. <clears throat> Plus, I'd hate to see that stand get out, get sold out from under the grinder. It belongs. It would be a shame for that to happen. 
Barn cleanouts and estate sales have been going on for decades. If you're looking for a deal on a stand, it's going to be a while. The cheapest I have seen one go was $60 at auction. This guy's kind of a dick. Let me see. Let me let me keep going. I found a guy that's not very far away, and he's got got it with soda, seven inch grinder with the correct stand for it, that would fit mine perfectly. He only wants 150 bucks for the whole package, and it's pretty clean. Although the grinder is not as clean as mine, mine's like really clean. But for me to buy it, keep the stand, and then post the grinder for say 100 bucks. I'll sit on it for months, and I just don't want sitting around, and I don't want a hundred bucks out from for months at a time either. I gave him a thumbs up. Good luck. Well, sixty is doable. <laughs> if you want this one, I'll go down to seventy. Oh, uh, thanks, but I'll wait. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I gave him another thumbs up. Now, that's the end of the conversation. Now, I want to point out, when I asked him where he was, and he said it was too far, he's in Jim Thorpe, which is 25 minutes away, and, like, the closest town. Like, to where, like, there's a few little things in between, but, like, where he is, if he, unless he buys it in Jim Thorpe, he's going to have to go 25 minutes in any direction to get anything. So that was just right. that was just garbage excuse. But yeah, this is the guy. Like he he asked me all these questions and he's I wanted it for ten dollars. Like what? the voice sounded familiar. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Mitch Hedberg's uh, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, um, I will say that the, uh, there was one other thing which we are not going to role play. Uh, this guy, out of the blue, <clears throat> uh, and I believe he was correct though. He did contact me on a belt sander post. But he goes, he sends me a picture and he goes, hey, me and my buddy are racing belt sanders. You got any extras? <laughs> and he That's sends, the thing. I've seen that. Yeah, he sent me a picture of like a track, a belt sander track. And I know it's a thing people are doing. And I'm like, I'm like, I got belt sander. Sure. And he's like, what do you got? Send me pictures. Like he's asking for like, you know, porn or something. So then I send him a picture of like <laughs> six different belt sanders. And he's like, oh, I like the Makita. Can I come get it tonight? I'm like, sure. What time? No response. The next day, uh, you still Dead. want this thing? No response. Like, well, he's oh, sobered I up. I don't follow up. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. Uh, when he said he wanted to come get it tonight, he said, I can't get it right now. Me and my buddy are running a drift competition. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking he means like drift racing, like cars. Like I, I don't know. Can you can you drift a belt drift, sander? Drift racing. I mean, like if you get yeah, it really I racing in one direction and then kind of yank, you give a yank on the cord. It's possible. It's all possible. In your face, book. Well, it's time for something else. PJ, <laughs> what do you got? It's time for short and sweet. You want you want to redo that? No, no, that's, I did that. I knew it was time for short and sweet. I just wanted to do what you did. Okay. You ruined the joke, PJ. You're ruining the joke. Oh, it's my pleasure, Tom. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. that. I'm sorry for your ears. The opportunity to ruin your joke. Um, <laughs> well, um, I don't know. I'm a little irritated. So 
I have, I, I saw, yeah, I'm a little irritated. So this, this is not that very long, but I had a, a lady bought, Short and sweet. um, not the Atlas drill press that I got from you, but I got the same model from somebody else and I've had it for over a year and I've had it for sale. And at the beginning of August, this lady is like, I will buy it because it completes my husband's collection. But can you hold it until the 30th of the, the month? <clears throat> and she was coming from, I think, Virginia. And she's like, can you can you meet me part way? And I'm like, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll drive an hour south and I'll meet you. And so I've been planning this for weeks to, to deliver this, you know, halfway to this lady. She had to drive like two and a half hours, I think. So I'm only going an hour. But anyway, I had planned today to um, run my errands. And then when I got back, I was going to move the truck into the driveway and then get this drill press, which is a benchtop model, but it's very heavy. It's the heaviest of all the benchtop models I've had out of the dungeon and into the truck. And so... In earnest, I got home, I got it out of the dungeon, I opened the garage door, and it's raining. And it's been raining Ooh. ever since. And so I was not able to put the drill into the truck so that I could leave first thing in the morning and be there on time. And so I sent the lady a message and I said, hey, can we meet an hour later? I got to load this thing into the truck and it's raining now and I don't want to get it wet. And she has not seen the message and she she's not answering so she's going to be there at 10 o'clock and um tonight no tomorrow morning oh but i have trouble getting up in the morning which means if i got to get up extra early to put this thing in the truck bad things are going to happen mm. well that's the show so. pj's got to go to bed yeah 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 no one to stop see it's coming in handy Tanda, short and sweet, shorter and sweeter. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, kind of uh, time management related. Uh, on the show last week, I mentioned that uh, Maker's Camp, or maybe it was a show before last when we were talking about uh, Maker's Camp with Bernie. And uh, I said I was going to bring some stuff. And uh, they finally got back to me. And there are no... Uh, there are no places to set up stuff anymore. So uh, what? Speaking of ta time Just management anyway. or lack or Screw lack that. thereof, <laughs> Just bring um, it anyway. We'll set it it'll up be in the in lunch tables. That'll be fun. So, I I I I sent them another message because I asked again about like getting in and setting mm -hmm. stuff up. Did they get back? Still to you? didn't answer me. No, well, I, I finally, I I finally got message. an answer back that just said we don't have any any spots anymore. Um, which is fine. I might, st I might still just hang out and take some stuff, you know, to, to play with if there's opportunity. Uh, I'm kind of ticked. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to drive my truck or whatever it is I bring right out into the, uh, where the thing was burning last year. And I'm just going to set up right can, there. Yeah, yeah. That would light your truck yeah. on no, fire. Nobody will you stop build you. a dinosaur yeah. on your truck and. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Although he, I, he doesn't answer me. So, I mean, what else should I do? I, I um, sent my message to the website. That's what finally got a... I mean, it took a while, but I got an answer. I'll try that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still... I was debating this today. I don't know um, if... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You already went. Oh, uh, never mind then. Tom, yeah. what have you got? Uh, yeah, hard, 
Hard pass. Oh, that's short. I'd like to thank our Patreon supporters, our very own Tana Madison and Creator Nader. And uh, I don't know how you end the show because I rarely pay attention to what you say. We're going to go to the secret segment. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to the secret segment where only the patrons get to hear it and uh, talk about secret stuff, fun stuff. Is this like an internship? What are we talking about? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I'm, yes. This is my interview or my, my audition. Your audition. I'm doing a terrible job. You're doing great, Tom. You're doing great. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maker Skills. If you should need more skill information, you can find us on Instagram at maker.skills. You can also email us at makerskillspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at PJ Galati, son of the junk hunter on Instagram and YouTube. You can find Tanda at Tanda Madison on Instagram. And you can find Tom at Infinite Craftsman on Instagram. We welcome any comments. Please leave us five-star reviews on Apple so that we can make more skill madness come your way. See you next time.